The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You are so deserving of all the joy and juiciness you can stand. I'm Lisa McCourt of Joy School, and this is Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Let's do some joy. Welcome, love bugs. Thank you for being here. Truly, it fills my heart to share this space with you. We're going to be talking about joy. And the first thing I want to get clear on is how we'll be defining joy moving forward. Because maybe my definition is a little different from yours. At Joy School, we define joy as living in full accordance with our true inner being. It's important to recognize that you are joy at your core. You came here as joy. The only reason you're not experiencing a deep sense of inner bliss and wellness in every moment is that you've got some stuff between your day-to-day you and your true inner self, your inner being that is joy. So we're going to clean all that up together. We're going to bring it up into the light, see it for the flimsy nonsense it is, and let it go. Because joy is your birthright, and cultivating your own joy is the most unselfish, kind thing that you can do for everyone around you and for the world. So if you've come here with any little niggling concerns about whether or not you even deserve to invest this bit of time every week to raise your personal vibration, please, darling, let's set that aside. Your partner is tired of you looking at him or her or them for your joy. Your friends, your kids, your parents, None of them need the burden of contributing to your happiness. Happiness is 100% an inside job. And when you're taking care of yours, you have so much to give everyone around you. Everyone whose life you touch, from your inner circle to the kid making your deli sandwich, will have a better day when you are full from the inside, radiating that energy out around you, just beaming it out, all over them, your freaking sunshine lighting up their lives. Sound good? 
All right, so I want to get back to that definition of joy that I started with. Here at Joy School, we embrace all of our emotions, even the ones that we don't readily think of as joyful. The truth is that when we stop resisting emotions that are a perfectly normal and healthy part of being a human creature, they all have an undercurrent of joy in them. You can be sad, and if you don't judge your sadness or make it wrong or feel embarrassed by it or try to suppress it, sadness can feel exquisitely joyful. You can be angry and feel joy in your anger. Joy is a freedom feeling. It's a rightness. And learning to embrace the full spectrum of emotions that we humans came here to feel is living in joy. When we don't make our emotions wrong, they have the opportunity to flow freely through us. And that's just what it means to be vibrantly alive. Fluctuating emotions are unavoidable. That just comes standard with this human package we're here in. But our suffering comes not from the emotions themselves, but from our resistance to them. That's an ancient Buddhist principle. I've heard it echoed in Neil Donald Walsh's teachings and by many others too. I always try to credit the many teachers that I draw from. Some ideas are just out there all over the place, and this is one of those. We think that something happens out there to make us angry or sad or frustrated or fearful, and then we pour judgment on top of this perfectly natural feeling. And what we're going to explore together is the realization that our feelings aren't the problem. It's the relationship we've established with our feelings that depletes our joy. And that relationship can be changed. And to step it back even a bit further, we think it's those things happening out there that create that bad feeling in us or that wonderful feeling, depending on what's happening. But we're going to turn that paradigm on its head because the energetic truth is that what's going on inside you, what I like to call your inner landscape, is what's determining your external landscape, but only every time. (laughs) Every single thing that's happening out there, every bit of it originated in here. Okay, you can't see my hands, but I'm waving my hand out in front of me when I say out there, and I'm pointing to my heart when I say in here. See, now it's like we're sitting here at my table having coffee together. Okay, so I know these are some big kind of woo-woo statements. Maybe you're already of that ilk and that's how you found me. But if you're not, can you just hang in here with me for a bit? I promise there's a chance I can turn you. I don't have enough fingers and toes to count on them, the skeptics who have come into my joy trainings with a far, far less expanded viewpoint than the one they currently subscribe to. And that comes with a huge up-level to the joy, by the way. There is real, actual, hardcore science behind all of this. And I'll tell you right now that with me, we're just going to dip our toes into the sciencey parts because it gets pretty technical. And there are people who can describe those parts way better than I can. So I'll farm the job out to them when we're talking about those things. But for any of you listeners who, you know, just want a little bit of a a curiosity uh, about how the science goes, I'll I'll do my best to to, to touch base on that here for you. Some of y'all may have read some Bruce Lipton 
Bruce pioneered the field of epigenetics, and he really discovered how our thoughts affect us on a cellular level. And um, okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a mix of, of Bruce, Greg Braden, and Lynn McTaggart, maybe a few others, but those three have been my, my main teachers for this stuff. When you use a muscle or breathe, or even just when your heart beats or you have a thought, Basically, when you do anything at all, electricity travels along these narrow pathways in your body. Each cell in your body has a positive and negative voltage, positive on the outside, negative on the inside. One itty bitty tiny cell has 0.07 volts, not very much, but you have about 50 trillion cells in your body. And that means there are like 3.5 trillion volts in your body right now. That's enough electric power that if you could figure out a way to plug your phone into yourself, you could easily get it fully charged up overnight while you slept. <laughs> so you are electric. Electricity is what powers you. When electricity, as we commonly think of it, travels through a wire, it creates an electromagnetic field. That's just regular old science there. So I use that reference because the nerves in our bodies are just like wires. The electricity traveling between your brain and your heart right now is creating an electromagnetic field. It extends out from your body by up to about three feet measurably. Scientists can measure it with quantum energy tools. C.C. Slios-Slios of HeartMath Institute explained all of this at one of my Joy School events last year. When you think a particular thought, it travels down a particular pathway in your body. And when you think a different kind of thought, it travels down an actual different pathway, love bugs. It's crazy. Like Mike Dooley loves to remind us, thoughts are things. They are measurable, trackable things. And they have a direct impact on the electromagnetic field that you're carrying around and emitting. So this field that you've got going on right in this moment actually changes in shape and quality depending on what you're thinking. The flow of electricity in your cells is subject to the thoughts you're holding at any given moment. And because the field is electromagnetic and extends beyond you, it also affects the flow of electricity in the cells of other people. And not to freak you out too much, but the electromagnetic fields that other people create and emit are also affecting you. It works both ways. These fields affect our thoughts and our thoughts affect the fields. The three feet thing is the extent to which it's measurable by science right now, but the peeps who study this stuff know that it's not limited to geography as we understand it. So like I'm affecting your field right now as you listen to these words and hear my voice and absorb the energy I'm imprinting into this podcast. I had a choice school student tell me once that he really didn't care what I teach or say. He just comes to my groups to absorb my energy. I'm not sure that was a compliment, but I'm choosing to take it as one because, you know, I'm a choice with that. So the point I want to make is that your thoughts and your vibratory frequency are creating not only your own emotional health, but they're contributing to the health of everyone around you. You can make others unwell just as powerfully as you can heal them by sharing the overflow of your own high vibration. 
And I say this not to shame you or to encourage you to fake your feelings. You really can't do that successfully, by the way. Your subconscious isn't an idiot. I say it to make sure you give yourself full permission to spend time and energy on your own joy. I wish you wanted to give it to yourself because you know how much you deserve it, but I know for a lot of us that's just not enough. So I want you to understand the extent to which it's not just for you, but the very best thing you can give to your loved ones and the world. I want you to take a moment right now to just, just touch your skin in some way that feels gentle and compassionate and loving. Just stroke your arm. Just spend a moment loving yourself. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24 through 26, at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Okay, I don't know if that felt weird. For a lot of people, it feels weird, but we're going to be building up that practice. I'm going to be, be showing you lots of ways to build up that practice because that's, that's where it all starts is right there. So basically, you have a mix of negative and positive signals you've been sending out, which have seeded your world and resulted in your current reality with all the yum and all the yuck that entails. And it's good for you to have a little groundwork in that science so that it makes sense when we build some of our practices around it down the road. And the good news is that the yum, the good high vibration energy, that's your natural state. Your cork wants to float, darling. To quote my man Rumi, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. You can sub out the word love for joy there. It's all really one and the same. So in this Do Joy podcast, we're going to be traveling two parallel paths. The first is about that inner landscape. You'll learn the art of true, authentic peace and contentment and living vibrantly as your whole precious self. Nobody's ever taught us that stuff. That's just how it is at this point in our human evolution. So that first path, that's the important one. But at the same time, we'll be traveling the parallel path of mastering manifestation. Not because getting all that stuff out there is what's going to make us happy, it's not. But because deciding what we desire and bringing those desires into fruition is fun, it's juicy. It's what we humans came here to do, right? Not just sit all enlightened on a mountaintop all day. We came here to do a human life, which means wanting stuff and getting it. And I'll go ahead and spill the beans right now on the most true thing that I've learned about manifestation. It must be done lightly. It's got to feel good when you're doing it. That's where so many well-intentioned manifestors go wrong. When you're wanting that thing so bad and you're visualizing it so hard you're just keeping it perpetually at arm's length my love bugs i'm sorry to tell you but it's okay because we're going to shift all that in all these coming weeks we're going to have together 
One of the juiciest things I teach at Joy School is how to want, because most of us are just wanting wrong, and wanting correctly is the secret to having. I want you to start getting used to the idea that we're just pushing pieces around a game board. I don't say this to minimize what you're going through. I hope it doesn't sound that way. I want to put my metaphorical arms around you right now and hug you while you full on welcome every single feeling you're having. Every bit of it is valid. And at the same time, I want you to open to the possibility that none of it is nearly as important as it feels. No decision is as critical as we think it is. And all that stress and pressure and anxiety that we layer over our life stuffs, that brings us all these things that we deem unwanted circumstances. That's the bait that draws it all to us, all the yuck. And it doesn't have to be there. It's just energy. We can play with it. We can loosen it up. So we're going to change that dynamic together. Instead of chasing all that stuff we want, the money, the love, the peace, the respect, the toys, the leisure goodies, we're going to become the magnet that joyfully, smoothly, seamlessly pulls it all in. And we'll do it by elevating our vibration. It doesn't happen overnight, love bugs. I wish I could make it happen overnight for you. But if you stick with me, if you tune in every week, you will amass such a toolbox for elevating your vibration that you'll wonder why you ever, ever stayed in a low vibration state. You'll see the changes out there as soon as you start effectively up-leveling what's in here. And I'll make it easy for you. I'll give you one simple activity or practice to try out each week. Little things that fit right into your busy schedule. You're welcome to go in on your own, or if you decide you want to commit to your vibration elevation with the loving support of an online community, go to my website, lisamitcourt.com, and look up the Oasis membership group. We'd love to welcome you. Members of Oasis have incredible stories to share around the shifts that they've made from external manifestations like marriages, huge financial windfalls and career successes, new homes, to the even more remarkable internal shifts, which is really the main deal. I mean, these are the tools that I've used to create truly everything I've ever wanted, from real love and career opportunities to beautiful surroundings and book sales in the millions, every bit of it has come as the result of learning and practicing this work. That's why I'm so passionate to share it with you. And it's why I manifested these awesome ways to do that, like this podcast and my joy school. So are you ready for this week's joy bomb? The joy bomb is my name for the doing suggestion I'll give you each week. And it's up to you, of course, how much you want to throw yourself into it. I might offer a few different levels of immersion for some of these activities, but it's important to understand that it's the doing of the joy practices that elevates your vibration, not the reading about it, not the learning, not going on that one weekend retreat. These are cool parts. These can give you a temporary lift and some cool aha moments, but it's the repetitive doing that changes 
the default setting on your energetic state, what I often refer to as your joy set point. So your practice for this week is simple. I'm pretty sure I first learned this from Ted Steiner over a decade ago. He was my teacher for learning how to facilitate heart circle coaching groups. It's going to sound ridiculously simple. I want you to begin by paying deliberate attention to your feelings. As often as possible throughout all the days of this week, I want you to go inward with a conscious compassion for yourself and just observe your feeling state. Some of my students even set their watches to go off at certain intervals as a reminder. I incorporate a lot of self-love and self-compassion into my trainings. So I invite you to, with that voice in your head that talks to you all day long, with that voice, ask yourself, darling, what are you feeling? Why shouldn't you treat yourself with that level of caring and use terms of endearment with your own precious self? And then once you've observed your feeling state, just notice if any judgment comes up. Do you roll your eyes at yourself for feeling how you're feeling? Do any thoughts come up that say you shouldn't be feeling that way, that your feeling isn't valid, that someone else would be judgmental of this feeling? Just notice what that voice in your head says. And then after letting your sweet, true inner being fully express its feelings to you while you remain embracing of all of them, next, you're gonna gently ask yourself, darling, what do you need? And again, you wanna just try to stay open and receptive to whatever comes up. You may find that a simple way to provide for your needs and desires just comes right to you from your intuitive self. Maybe you just need to open a window for some fresh air. Maybe you need to close your eyes and be still and quiet for 10 minutes. Maybe you need a cup of tea. Until we take time to quiet our thoughts and go inward with this inquiry, we're likely to miss these obvious opportunities to nurture ourselves. But even if you get clarity around a much larger scale need, or if your desire is not one that can readily be met, still having switched your attention to what you want is the first step toward working with the universal forces so that they can bring them to you, bring these things to you. Now I told you I'd give you different levels for throwing yourself into each practice. So at the most basic level, just hold this thought in mind this week. Do it when you can, do it when it occurs to you. Or if you wanna crank it up a notch, you can schedule your feeling check-ins so that you're sure to do them a couple of times each day. And if you wanna make building your vibration elevation skills a priority in your life, start a journal dedicated to your new joy training program and record all your observations as you go through the week. That's a really powerful way to supercharge all of the practices that we'll be doing together. So I'd love it if you if you were up for that, if you were up for getting a journal right now where you can keep track of all of the practices that we, we do in the coming weeks. And in case you are turned on by the journaling idea, you can use those questions as meaningful daily journaling prompts. My good friend Jacob Nordby, a fantastic creativity coach, recommends setting aside time 
each day, every morning to start these questions. And he adds a delightful third question. And I invite you to extend this week's practice to, uh, to that whole three-part journaling prompt series if you feel inspired. Jacob recommends journaling with the prompts. What are you feeling right now? What do you need? And then what would you love? Can you feel how effective that last one is in elevating your vibration? It points your energy in a purely positive direction. And we'll be talking a lot more about taking deliberate control of where we're pointing our energy hose. Jacob has a short ebook with more details on this specific journaling technique, and it's really beautiful. So message me at my website if you would like free access to that download, and I will hook you up with Jacob so you can get that. So we're starting with this baby step because becoming the observer of you is the absolutely critical first step for doing any kind of energy work. We're not used to looking at ourselves from the observer viewpoint. We listen to that voice in our heads to inform us how we're doing. And let's face it, most of us do not have the kindest tapes playing up there, but it's okay. We've learned that habit and we can unlearn it. So it may not feel right away like this week's joy bomb is elevating your vibration, but trust me, it's laying the all important foundation that we're going to be building on. I probably should mention that this podcast will be cumulative in nature. I'll make sure that anyone can drop into any episode at any point and get value, but I'll also tell you right now that you'll get the most value if you listen to these podcasts in sequential order. I'm saying that here in the first episode because I'm envisioning you listening at some future point 100 episodes in. I'm a planner like that. So for for those future listeners who are ending up here, just just go in, in sequence and you'll get the most out of Do Joy. Okay, we're going to have some powerful, powerful fun together, my darlings. I have amazing guests lined up to wow you from time to time with their expertise. That's one of the coolest things I've manifested in my journey is opportunities to befriend countless pure and effective teachers, and I'll be sharing them with you on the regular. And some weeks we'll do energetic processes together. We'll do guided meditations from time to time. And I have a few other kinds of surprises up my sleeve, but it will always be joyful. It will always be vibe elevating. And I am so honored to travel this journey with you. Be well, my love bugs. See you next week. Joy comes in many flavors, but they all start with you being full on glorious you. If you'd like some personal love and support along your joy journey, Find me at lisamccourt.com. And as you do your joy this week, remember that you elevating your vibration elevates the vibration of everyone around you and ultimately elevates the vibration of all humanity. Thank you for being a valued member of the team that's bringing more love and joy into the world. We need you. I'll see you next week for Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Much love. Once I found in 
I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.